0: Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And this episode, episode 29 of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments, is from the show that uh, that we have Josh Jones, Grow Your 1099. And we have Brad Kohler, who's joined us. He is known for the 30 second knockout uh, MMA artist, mixed martial artist. And he is extremely articulate. He's got a product called Combo Hitter, which he's built as a way to to work out and prepare uh, for hitting and actually purely just good workouts. And he has gone through... The School of Hard Knocks, he has done so many amazing things, and he's absolutely worth listening to. So join us on this episode. Looking forward to reading your comments, uh, hearing your feedback, and uh, please share with your friends and hit subscribe so you can listen to every episode of Mitchell Levy Presents. Thanks. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, the AHA Guy at AHA That, and welcome to a, I think, going to be super cool episode of Grow Your Tenant. 1099 with Josh Jones
1: we are we are extremely excited um, for today Um, I actually I showed um, I showed a video of Brad to one of my my vice presidents and showed a picture of your your infamous punch that that you um, that you had and he watched it and his first reaction was that could knock out a horse Um so I'm I'm extremely um honored to have you on the show. Um if you if you would not mind just taking just so everybody watching gets kind of an idea of who you are just take like 30 seconds um to tell everybody about yourself.
2: Great. Yeah, my name is Brad Kohler. I'm a former UFC fighter, MMA uh, athlete. Um I've uh, uh competed for, you know, many years in amateur wrestling before that. Um, I'm from Fairy Park, Ohio. I now currently live in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Um, I uh, have two kids that I raise full-time, and I run a business called Combo Hitter, which is a product that I invented, uh, along with several other ones. This is just the mainstream product that I promote this time, and uh, currently writing a book. So I'm excited about having Brad on the
0: show. What was, He and I were talking and And I know this particular show is is direct door- to door sales now the and having gone through and spent as much time as I have with Josh, I'm getting a, a very strong appreciation for what does that mean and what's the attitude you need to have and how do you work and and And, and I'm having a couple conversations with Brad, and I'm thinking, man, this guy he you, you you've got this strong work ethic, you have a nice. Uh, humbling uh, personality you're easy to get to know and to like and to trust and the thing that's interesting is in your area of expertise you have a brand I mean dude you have a very strong brand people know you they like you they trust you they want to hear from you and so what I was thinking about is how cool would it be to sort of draw parallels between what you do, so as a as as a brand who's calling up uh, a company where you're basically doing a cold call, that sure. set, you're doing a cold call, and then you're sharing who you are, how does how do you go about doing that? What sort of reactions do you have?
2: Well, I tell you, um, my first couple of years with the Combo Hitter, I really didn't want to use my name. I, I you know the fighting was kind of what, what I did, not who I am. And um, I really was trying to make my mark as a businessman. And um, I've had, I have a, a lot of good friends from back home in Cleveland that, um, you know, knew me well and that were, you know, helped me along the way with my uh, product when it came to, you know, getting the final prototype. So <clears throat> I went through that process. I moved back to Cleveland. Uh, you know, got involved with the community, reunited with my old wrestling coach, who pretty much like my father, who without this guy, I probably would have been, you know, in a rubber room somewhere. Um, But, um, and then, so that was kind of like my mentor growing up. And then, you know, other friends that uh, uh, I knew closely. And then, um, so I took this product, and I, I was just failing, failing, failing. And I just, I had a garage full of product. And, you know, I'm sitting here with two kids. I'm trying to make ends meet and I'm oh, and by the way, none of
0: us have ever had a garage full of products before. So yeah. this is new to us, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Just kidding. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, this was a lot. This is a lot of product, you know, like 500 units and I just, you know, spent everything I had and nothing was working. And finally I just decided, you know, why not? So I, um, you know, I really didn't want to bring back the fighting image of me. Um, But it's kind of like what I was, you know, I was known for, you know, and um, uh, amateur wrestling and fighting is what I was known for. But, you know, it's helped me also with that discipline from being an athlete to to being a, a good business person today, because that work effort, that routine, that ritual every day that you have to go through, the same thing with showing up for practice and then your diet. And it's the same thing in business. You have to have those rituals in order to be successful. So what I just needed was a little bit of guidance and stuff like that. And, you know, my coach who who says, you know, you're this, you're that, use it. I'm like, so I took his advice, which the guy I trust. So I took his advice. I wrote a few companies a letter saying, hey, from Brad Coley, UFC veteran. And lo and behold, they opened the email. Now, I, before that, I was like practically giving away product to get people to buy it, putting out video after video and just... Wasn't happening. Now all of a sudden, it's it, this whole chain reaction of, you know, my product getting on more and more websites. This week alone, um, we're in our final stages of closing up our deal with Costco. So we'll uh-huh, be beautiful. Uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Also, we we have about another week of finalizing some work with them, and then we'll be on uh, with Dick's Sporting Goods. So it's taken some time to do all this stuff and and get to. But you know, it, it takes. You know, a, a lot of different things, and I'm sure Josh knows this too, is, is you know, you may have a great product, but and you, if you do the wrong marketing and the wrong approach, that product's not going to get out there, and it's just trial and error and not quitting. You know, you can't quit. People are going to think you're crazy. You know, oh, you, you know, you went three weeks without making a sale. Stop. Go get a job. You know, you can't, you know, you can't stop what you believe in. And um, so that's that's basically uh, where I'm at today. I moved back to Minnesota here and uh, started uh, with another company that is helping me internationally. So we're we're now going to be on some websites overseas in the Netherlands and Germany and Spain and Italy. So the company is going, growing very fast right now. And now landing these two major big box companies, uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, end of this year and setting up for 2019 so
1: so I I love that you use you initially started out not wanting to use who what you did rather you wanted to use who who you are and and focus more on the business
2: well I mean ever since I can remember I never really you know sports is is a a means to an end I mean you, you know an athlete you know that 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 day as an athlete ends but the day that you have to stop working, it really never ends. So, you know, I never really wanted to become an athlete. I only did that because, well, I was good at it. And at the time, I was getting a, having a living until I figured out what I wanted to do in life. And, you know, I probably made more mistakes than most. Um, and, uh, but I'm just that kind of guy. And, and my motto is, I don't want to have a life. I want to live. And I would just go through any door that I that was not I, – I did so many things in my life that, that, that the memories of my biography that I share are just unbelievably a complete crazy biography. I mean, people are going to go, oh, you didn't do that. But I have documentation. I did do that. So it's like, you know, it's it just a fantastic life, but it wasn't making me any money. And, you know, so when I dove into this project – and my 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 babies that I invented, you know, and every box I put together, I mean, I mean, I put love in every box that I put in it because that's mine. It's going out. I want the customer to be happy, and I had to burn my bridges. I had to make sure that my ships, when I were burnt, my bridges were burnt. This was what I had to do, and I could not turn back and do nothing else. I had to see this through, and I don't. I don't want to know if it's OCD or it's just an, you know, impulse or whatever, you know, but if you want to be a champion or if you want to be successful, you got to commit to that routine, that ritual, and see it through. No matter what people think. And people probably do think I'm kind of crazy, but aren't we all, you know? Uh, We are.
0: Hey, so I have a question. How does it feel, um, congratulations on getting, getting close or inking the deal with, with, with Costco and all the other places you have, how does it feel or how do you approach that first phone call to a brand you haven't talked to yet? And, and how do you actually use your name to at least open the door and get the conversation started?
2: Well, the, believe it or not, even, even some of the MMA web websites don't know who I am. And then I say, "Brad Cole, UFC veteran." Then they look you up and they go, "Oh!" Then they want to talk to you, and of course, that's what they want to talk about is that punch. And I just, I just glad they don't want to talk about the kick to the head. That's also pretty famous to me out there that I get punted by Ronaldo Babalu. But um, you know, and when people bring that up, I go, "See, now that's when I, I the 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 thought of inventing things came to my head when I got kicked." You know. so, <laughs> Uh, so I, I that's, kind of, a, that's a
0: great aha message don't wait you know, to
2: get kicked in the
0: head before you think about taking your product to market
2: <laughs> well um, you know I, I talk about in my book about reaching your prime you know and we, t- we talked about it the other day and you know I think that when I did that knockout punch I think that's when I reached a prime in fighting and it's, it, I think without listening to myself it was time for me to move on I just didn't and, um, so when these other companies call me off, I try to be a little bit more affluent about what I'm talking about. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about the product. I try to say, you know, put the product, put the attention onto the product. And, and so I send them a video and I send them the product and they say, Oh my God, this is very simple. It's very functional. It's very good. And next thing you know, it they love it. And, um, so, uh, the other thing they love about it is they actually make money selling it, so <laughs> that's never a bad thing <laughs> no 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 no, so you know it's like, it's the that opportunity that's created too, and nobody that has a website is selling product they don't they don't want you to call them up and say hey y'all I'll pay you ten dollars a sale well, <laughs> you know, wow, you know that doesn't motivate a lot of people to have you know a hundred thousand dollar website that with you know fifty thousand products on there when you say that, hey, I can offer you three times more profit than any heavy bag you sell, they wanna to talk to you,
1: and they do. So, I, um, I think it's really interesting because I'm, I'm trying to apply this uh, specifically to the door-to-door and, and the people who I'm, I'm specifically working with, and one of the thoughts that I had from what you were saying is initially, um, one of the things that really gets you in the door is who, who, what you've done in the past, kind of your your reputation, that know, like, and trust aspect that establishes your credibility and it gives them confidence in you. Um, but then your focus after that is strictly on the product, it seems like. It's like, hey, okay, that's that's awesome. Yes, I've done that. But let's talk about what we're doing now and what I'm going to do for you.
2: Well, a lot of athletes in general, you know, they go through life, you know, for a long period of time, especially the professional athletes, making money on their body. You know, well, I can't do that no more. So it's about using what I have to make money. And, it, and you know, we can't, you know, um, you know, take care of our family and buy things and pay the rent without having that. So that's got to be the focus for me. Now, for me, I try not to look at it as making money. I look at it as every day I want to make five sales. Every week I want to make 30 sales. Every month I want to make these X amount of sales. Okay? So I have those goals. And, and if, if you do the numbers, if you made those sales and you made the money, you know I have X amount of sales I have to do every day or basically we're eating peanut butter and jelly. You know? and, and so I have to do these amount of sales. So that's what I try to focus on is the sales part of it. I know I have a solid product that I believe in. You know, uh, I've, I've put my name behind it if, uh, there's a 100% warranty on it. And so why wouldn't people want to buy it? You know, um, so the, one of the reasons why people don't buy, and I'm sure you know this, Josh, is because of ignorance. They don't know enough about the product. So they may like me, but they won't buy the product if they don't know enough about it. So the education about the product is where you have to spend the time on telling about that to make it a a legitimate, you know, uh, uh, you don't want to sell someone. You want them to buy it, you know, so you want you you want to fill that information. So. So
1: one of the one of the biggest goals that I have with this show is taking people who aren't in sales currently and bringing them over to sales and realizing that sales really isn't, doesn't have that stigma that it, you know, it's not, you're not the used car salesman trying to force something onto people that they don't want or need. You're not trying to pressure people. It's, it's about that. It's about education. And when you're a, when you're a great salesperson, Mm -hmm. it feels more like you're a teacher (laughs) rather than a, rather than a salesman.
2: Well, yeah, you're right. And, you know, in the confidence that you have to have, it's like, you know, look, you know, if you, if you have that confidence enough in your product, then you should have that confidence in yourself. And, you know, if you have that confidence in yourself, then you have a winning team. Mm-hmm. And by line, why shouldn't you go out there and present yourself? You know, it's, you're not going to get a hundred yeses out of a hundred and one. But the the more that you humbleize yourself and realize that saying, you know, there's some people you can't get a hold of. I mean, or you can't get through to it's like that saying, you know, you can't fix stupid, but some people don't, don't want to hear it or want to buy it regardless. But you know, if you believe in yourself and you bet on yourself and you have that confidence, you'll win every day. Mm-hmm. Brad, this
0: is, <laughs> this is so beautiful. So no matter who you are, whether or not you're coming from the type of background and past you have, whether or not you have celebrity stardom, at the end of the day, when you're knocking on somebody's door, whether it's a telephone call or you're actually physically knocking at somebody's door, it's your job is to, to, as you mentioned, Josh, as you're saying, Brad, get to know, like, and trust them and them you. and And at the end of the day, it's why wouldn't they want to buy if, and, and if the answer is no, it's because you haven't educated them enough on the value it is for them. And that's what I'm hearing right. from both of you guys, which is beautiful.
2: Yeah. I look at it like this, you know, you know, my goals <clears throat> is in between wanting to be on the rich and famous. was uh, the, the lifestyles of rich and famous and in between that and the broken has been. OK, so i want to be somewhere in between there. And, you know, you, you start feeling yourself as the broken has been. You got to work a little bit harder. You know, uh, the rich and famous. I mean, uh, those guys are the, the people that have cracked the code. And um, it's really hard to do that without hard work. You know, S-
1: something something I wanted to I want to hear a, a little bit more about if you if you would, would like to share. I. I really love something about my company, and I don't know if you can see the little Nike swooshes that I have on my clothes. The company that I work for recently partnered with Nike. We're, we're a team Nike company. Wow. And because we are, the way we approach sales is very much the way athletes approach sports. So we have tons of competitions that we do, and it it really feels like we are like NBA, we're NBA teams. And the pay that we make, it's not quite as much, but we, we really dominate in um, the income um, sector out of all the other companies because we have that approach. And a lot of the trainings that I've received have very much been um, from people who have been athletes in the past, and they've taken what they learned as an athlete and then transfer that over to their sales career. And so if, if you wouldn't mind sharing, I just wanna hear, you, you mentioned at the beginning some of the things that you brought over, um, but if you could think of some specific things as an athlete maybe in your training, and you mentioned about, about like burning the ships, if you could talk about a few things that have helped you from that um, athlete and training to be successful with that and, and transferring it over to your sales career. Sure, that's um <clears throat> to me that's simple, you know. Um,
2: you know, I I think of myself as an athlete, whether I was high school, college, or professional. You know, you you have got to have that that daily ritual or plan, kind of like scheduling yourself for your training. Um, whether it's like in high school, you go to school, you go to practice, and you know, you know, sometimes you get extra work in in college. You you know do two or three workouts a day, and then you get your practices and so on and so forth. When you're a professional athlete. You get up in the morning, you know, now you're on your diet, you know, you, you keep learning more and more and more. And the same thing in business, you want to continue to learn what's going to work for you. And it may not be the thing that works for everybody else, but it's the routine that gets you to, to, to peak every day to your highest levels. Um, so, like if you start off the day as an athlete, like, like I would do, I would get up in the morning, and the first thing I would do is, of course, get my coffee and then my six, seven egg whites and oatmeal and whatever. I'd eat my breakfast, okay? Um, start off, before I even took my shower, I would do some planks, sit-ups, some, some jumping jacks, something get the blood flow, get the shower, go right to the gym. Uh, first thing I would do would be my, my circuit training. And so every day, every, it was just the same thing, about eight hours of training a day. So the training has gotta be harder than the event. So you're you're preparing for battle, just like in business, it's gotta be harder than the pitch. You gotta it's gotta be just like, you know, it's gotta flow. And when you when you're talking about it, it's like you just have every answer just like that ready to go. Just like you have your reaction time ready to reaction, duck to a foot puncher or, or shoot a double leg takedown when you see an opening. I mean you have got to react. If you sit there like a deer in a headlight, well, you're probably going to get hit by the car, you know. So you want to be able to react. So you got to prepare yourself every day. You got to have your rituals. And that right there is going to give you that confidence to win every day. And it's not about focusing on winning so much. It's focusing on not losing, you know. And that's what it is. Because if you know you didn't prepare for your job and you – like, I can't leave the house unless I shower and shave. I've got to be presentable, and i got to have a clean face. I just do. I can't walk up to a, a, a potential customer all of a sudden and look all scruffy.
0: Well, so, so Josh, he's saying something about your beard, just so you know. <laughs> it's just, he's making a direct comment. He's like, dude, what is this? Um. <laughs>
2: everybody's got their thing. Everybody has their thing that makes them work. And, and if that works for you, obviously you're successful at it. Then just keep doing it. And, and then make you know, look at, okay, little steps by change is nothing, nothing major. If you're already successful, but it's about not letting yourself reach your prime. And again, this is what my book's talking about, is when you reach your prime, then what? Well, okay, you've got to think of beyond your prime or your peak and reestablish your goals. You know, so if, you, if you're coming to that, you've got to reestablish. And say, oh, my God, it's coming a little bit too fast. Maybe, maybe I didn't set the bar high enough. Maybe you're just that good. You know? Maybe you're just that determined. So, you know, again, the rituals will help you set that pace. So, it's the same thing in business as it is in sports. If you've got a hard work ethic, you're going to fail just like you started in sports. You're going to fail in business just like you started in sports because you've got to learn. You've got to get beat up a few times to learn to win. Okay? In business, too. You're going to have to learn that, oh, my God, everybody's saying no to me. So how do make them say yes? you got to keep at it. You can't quit.
0: I, I love the, the metaphors and the analogies, and it's <laughs> absolutely beautiful. And one of the things that I'd have to say in talking to both of you guys privately, and I, and I want to make sure we bring this out here, is, and you've already said this twice in this conversation, Brad, what you're really good at, is you set goals, right? You have, you've clocked your goals and your thought process and they're down to, you have a big picture goal of what's going to happen in the next five years, what's going to happen in the next year, what's going to happen in the next quarter, what's going to happen in the next month and what you said is, what needs to happen today? And Josh, I get the same thing when I talk to you guys. It is, it is important to be focused, happy in all these things but then also the, the primary focus is the goal setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Brad, where does that come from? What is that? Was that, have you always been focused on that, both as an athlete and now? Or what have you done now in business that even goes beyond what you were doing before?
2: Well, my maturity level certainly has has gotten much more improved before, and with that came discipline. You know, I used to be, you know, very much goal setting ever since high school, um, but you know, the, the the routine and ritual and, and sticking with it, that discipline, when it comes to that, applies a lot more in business than it does in, in athletics. Because you think about your routine through, be as an athlete, oh, you're going to the gym, you're going to bench, you're going to squat, you're going to run, you're going to do all these things, or you're going to go, going to, go to wrestling practice or boxing practice and you're, okay, well, I had a crappy workout today. And it's like, but in business, when all of a sudden, you know, you have somebody you know that you could choke the life out of they say no to you you got to swallow that you've got you got a maturing go, oh, okay well thank you for your time you know just but you know but it, it is you got to take the same discipline but you got to reapply it in a different way and use more of your uh you know uh, like apollo creed would say you got to be a thinker not a stinker when it comes to business so and um so but you're gonna lose a lot you know and you're gonna you're gonna get those nose. You're, you're gonna take, you know, that bite of humble pie every day. And it's about, all right, move forward. The faster you get through that one and, and, and off to the next thing is, is the better the way to do it. Because you don't want to keep there dwelling
1: on that. You want to keep moving forward. Man, I absolutely love this. I, I re- So I wrestled for 10 years. And I'm just like thinking back to any sports that I've done. And I think back to the progression that you have. Anytime you start something <laughs> new, your, your loss record is always, yeah. for most people, unless you're just these anomalies that I'm, I'm not one of them, your loss record is usually going to be greater than your win record. Where, where'd you wrestle? Uh, Florida, actually. Very good. Yeah. I'm Ohio. Yeah. So nice. um, yeah. I, I started off in wrestling my
2: first two years. I didn't win a match. 7th and grade, did not win a match. Ninth grade, I ended up just by chance sprouting a little bit and got a little bit of athletic ability. actually made the varsity. I won two matches on varsity. Now, this is Division One, you know, the highest level in Ohio, which is Cleveland areas, is known for wrestling recruiting. And I got beat up my, my freshman year. I think I won two matches my freshman year, my sophomore year. I, I probably went, you know, I don't know, 10 and 20. You know, my junior year, I did pretty good. was, you know, more like 80% win, but qualified for state. And then my state, my senior year, my coaches, I mean, I love my coaches. They, they're this, And they put so much time and energy into me. And I was one of those problem childs. I was one of those, own kind of, you know, I had issues, but it was cool. These guys really put, took me under their wing. And I quit wrestling my senior year. They, they wanted to kill me. They were hunting me down. To I'm running, I'm running hiding in the hallways. I, and it's like. All right, so finally they just said – and I had to just figure things out. I just I just kind of, like, try to figure th- things out. And then I missed it after a few weeks on. And then you make that commitment going, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to win the state. I'm going to go undefeated. And uh, I'm going to give it everything I got. And that's I stayed focused. I did it, and I became a state champ. And, you know, that was just it. That's when – Right there, I thought, wow, you know, that's wasn't so bad, (laughs) you know, and, and, but I think once you learn that if you believe in yourself, you put the work in, there's nothing that can hold you back. And especially if you got people that love you and believe in you, you know, that that really does help that support, you know,
1: you know, I, I I feel like that moment might've been one of your most defining moments because it seems like that same thing happens in sales I feel like I've had I had that moment in my sales career where I was just I was down in the dumps and I was just like I hate sales like I hate talking to people. I want to go live in a cave, be a hermit and never talk to another person again. And all of a sudden there's there's this there's this shift, there's this change. So what what do you think it was specifically for you? What 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 turned it around for you? Um then yeah then
2: um i saw the disappointment in some of the people i loved eyes um i had a not such a good family life but uh at school is what i consider more my family i spent more time with them, you know my friends and my coaches and like that and and it was it was more like that and i was like you know um I know I can do it. You know, I was just one of those phases you go in life where I just kind of had enough, had a rough year. Uh, Just, you know, I brought a lot of drama to myself and that, that pretty was really uncalled for that. You know, it was just one of those things. And all of a sudden, just, I didn't want to let anybody else down, you know? And then when I learned not to let myself down, that's when it really, you know, came into play when, you know, it, it, people understand if, if you don't accomplish some of your goals, but when you let yourself down, that's the true truth to yourself. You know, that's, that's when you're, you're being truthful to yourself. And um, so I think that's what it is. And at that point that I, I realized, I could probably do anything I want to do. I'm five foot, six and a half, a white guy. You know, you wouldn't imagine I could run a four, four forty. 40. Um, you know, I wanted to play pro football. I did play a year pro football. I then went back to wrestling. There was nothing that I set my life to that I didn't do, that I didn't want to do. Anything I wanted to do when it comes to sports, I committed and I did it. The business world is a completely different animal. You get in there and now you've got to kind of – it's not you against someone else. It's, you know, now it's what you're doing against. You know, you can easily get rejected in, in business, you know, and – think-
1: Good. I was going to say, I think that that same paradigm shift of transferring that, like opening up your mind and just realizing your potential that you can achieve anything you set your mind to transferring that from sports over to sales and over to business. That has, there has to be that moment where, like you said, you just, you committed, I'm going to, I'm going to be a state champ. And you, you do the same thing. You say, I'm going to be the state champ for my business right now. I'm going to be successful no matter what, and I'm going, I'm going all in.
2: Well, and again, you got to go through that time period where you're going to take your lumps. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had way more losses than wins in my wrestling career. You know, um, and, uh, but it was the end result that you feel proud of. You know, and that you didn't quit. That you know, you kind of, you know, you learned, you advanced yourself, you adapted, and you overcame. And I don't know if that's a military thing or not. I just I was talking here, but um, but that's that's what I did. You know, and uh, I try to do that in everything. I I have three computers in front of me, and I sit there all day long. Uh, yesterday, just yesterday, along I came, I came up with a brand new way of marketing that all of a sudden is is working and it took me so long to figure this out that I was working so hard to try to make one sale and I wasn't making any and then all of a sudden I made some changes and and next thing you know it wow you know it's funny the things you do during a day during a week during a month and who you talk to in that time period that all of a sudden you come up with that idea so you got to walk through doors and if they're not there you got to knock them down you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, so in the direct sales industry, you probably don't want to knock down a
2: door, but well, you, pers- do wanna, you
0: do actually, what you really do want to do is you actually want to walk through the door. Your goal is to have them invite you inside, Josh. I mean, that's,
2: I mean, these metaphors are beautiful. Well, it. you know, I, I, um, um, I was emailing companies and nobody was, you can see, look, uh, they deleted the. They deleted my email. So I'm like, going, Jesus, you know, no one's even opening my thing. And again, I made that little change from Brad Kohler, UFC veteran, and open, 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 read, and I'm getting calls. I'm getting responses. And it's like these certain little things that, you know, putting yourself out there, whether you're in business or an athlete or a teacher or, you know, a commentary or, you know, writing a book, when you put yourself out there, you know, you're, you're, you're throwing away all fears. You're throwing away, or if here, it is, take it or not. And so you put yourself out there and don't be afraid to use whatever you got. And you just never know what, what's going to happen. Oh, I love it. What you're talking about
0: is having as a sponsor, a credibility sponsor. So, in your case, Brad, it's using yourself because of what you were able to do as your credibility sponsor. Josh, Vivent Solar, in the solar industry, is known. But if you're knocking on somebody's door, they may not know you. But guess what? They know Nike, right? right. So yeah. it's it's um, sometimes you pay for it. Sometimes you pay for it with hard work, and and many times, what's appropriate is to think about how do you over time. And this is where that thought leadership stuff comes in. How do you create the credibility? What are the pieces? What are the things that you do that you can become your own credibility sponsor? And until then, and by the way, even after you're there, who do you get to play with to help join you, to help when you knock on that door? Oh, Nike, you guys did a deal with Vivint. That's pretty cool. Oh, Brad, man, you did the punch, <laughs> right? So. By the way, we, we, hit, we hit our end. I Man, I'd love to do this for another half hour, but we hit our end of time. So what I'd like to do, if you don't mind, Brad, if you, could, uh, if you could sort of summarize what you heard or spoke or were there a question that we should have asked that we didn't? And of course, afterwards, how do people reach out to you? So give us the, the site where people can take a look at your current product. But what, what should have we ask that we didn't?
2: Uh, you know, uh, I, I guess I, I'm in the third year of my five-year goal, and where I'm heading. And um, you know, so my goals for for next year is to is to sell, you know, uh, five hundred thousand units. And so, you know, my steps bef- how to get that. And where where I came from selling one every two months, and now selling two hundred a month, and how that is. So the stepping stones in that. And how am I going to reach my goal? And, again, it's about expanding your channels and broadening all your, all your network. And so your network is very important to you, um, whether it's on your social media or whether it's you know just going to the grocery, grocery store and, and just talking to people. You know, opening yourself up is a very important thing. So people can't get to know you or your product if you're not putting yourself out there. So you've got to put yourself out there okay so my my information is at combo com. of course facebook is brad cooler k-o-h-l-e-r you know Uh just like the faucets you know thumbs up on that one man <laughs> good job <laughs> uh, <Right on. laughs> but uh I'm, I'm very easy to get a hold of i'm all over linkedin i'm i'm uh, all over facebook twitter instagram so just look me up on social media I do talk to pretty much anyone who does chat with me and try to get to know each other. And again, just network.
0: I love it. Yeah. Thanks for being, thanks for being humble. Thanks for being human. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Josh, how would you like to summarize the show and steps moving forward?
1: The, the thought that I'm, I'm kind of left with is this idea of People transitioning from one thing to another. And it reminds me of going from elementary school, being in fifth grade, and I was the king, king of the world, to then moving on to middle school or junior high, where all of a sudden I was the bottom and I was starting from the beginning. And I took all the time in the years to learn and to grow. Same thing happened going to high school, going to college, going into sales. There's these. There's this time that needs to be spent learning and developing and growing and having, having these, these examples and learning from these people, um, having these routines, these good habits, and just going all in is absolutely what, I, what, what I've, I've taken away from this, um, part of, a small part of what I've taken away from this. Um, Brad, I am I am extremely honored to have you on the show. Thank you so much for for joining us. And um, oh, it's my honor. Thank um, you. Love love to love to talk some more sometime. Absolutely. And, and Josh, in terms of people reaching out to you, um, same works. thing. Link, LinkedIn. You can reach me at LinkedIn. Our our uh, show is on um, aha that dot com slash grow your ten ninety nine. We'll have we'll we'll put links in the um, in the comments below, and then. Um, yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, just type in my name, you'll find me. Beautiful, Cause I love this, and uh, Brad, you exceeded
0: my expectations. I knew it'd be good. I knew you guys would connect, but it was beautiful, and I I love you. You speak just so you know, you speak in aha messages. You you speak in in those sound bites which are beautiful. And uh, I the one that's sticking with me that probably will stick with me for the rest of my life is is uh, it's, I don't want to just live life, I want to live. Yeah. I don't want to have
2: just a life, I want to live. Oh, right. I don't want
0: to have just a life, I want to live. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I, 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 I wrote I, I, it down, but then I lost it. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, that's just crazy. So whether it's in a, a field of direct sales, whether it's in thought leadership, whether it's in athletes, whether it's in business, uh, don't you want to live? I mean, if you're watching this, the question is, don't you want to live? And there are so many ways in this life to be able to do that. And, and I think what I'm getting from this, just don't hide. Go out there. No matter who you are, there's always somebody you could talk to who you could learn a lesson from. And there's always somebody you could talk to who actually needs you, but you don't want to sell yourself. You just want to talk to them. And they're going to find that they need you and why um and i absolutely loved it as josh was saying we do have a show called grow your 1099 it's a membership site you can actually go i think it's aha.pub slash grow your 1099 uh, you could join the first month for free and you could actually watch all the episodes of those that we talk with um, if you want to connect to me please do uh, just google my name mitchell levy and connect to me on the platform that you want to interact with so if it's linkedin facebook twitter instagram google plus this is our first show where i actually stream live on facebook and i'm very happy our comments guys wait till you go see it beautiful comments um uh, josh somebody wants us more than one person wants us to start a conference on direct sales so um (laughs) (laughs) and and if you did that brad my trust me you'd be there um (laughs) so anyhow Guys, thanks so much for joining us. I absolutely love this session. We'll see you on the next episode of of Grow Your 1099. Thanks. Bye
2: now. Thanks, guys.
0: This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA that. Thanks for listening to this episode of Grow Your 1099, where Josh Jones and I are helping to propel the door-to-door sales industry as one that's a great occupation. To learn more about Grow Your 1099, go to slash aha.pub slash growyour1099. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahathat.com slash author. We can also find a link to book strategy session. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.